somehow, some way, we forget to do spoiler warnings. But for real, if you if you haven't watched any of Arcane, pause, come back. We're gonna spoil the whole fucking thing. Enjoy. You know, the only thing that could have made that rocket flying even better would have been uh, "There Goes My Hero" by Foo Fighters. Oh my god. Or uh, what's the fucking was it the Nickelback song? Um, oh, but, need a hero to save us. Let's <laughs> not gonna stand here and wait. That song. <laughs> Chad Carter's gonna bust out of nowhere. Holy shit! It's over. Arcane is over. Act three was this past weekend. Yeah, and... it was. Uh, people are calling it the uh, animated equivalent of Game of Thrones. No, we're we're we'll we'll uh, we'll get. That. <laughs> I said we got godded. I said we got godded. That was a double entendre. That's all I'm saying, but it's good. Really quick, before we get into talking about what happened, uh, we had a few things to go over from our poll and questions, etc. I just wanted to shoot back really quick on our Act 1 episode for Arcane. We had asked the question, what was your favorite part from Act 1? And Pablo de Leon commented and said, my favorite moments was Vander's death. Little do you know, he is not dead, my friends. He is not dead. That no. was rude. But hey. I mean, it was a pretty I'll fucking epic Pablo. moment. Him, like, coming back and getting juiced up. It was pretty it was epic. Pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was epic. It was gnarly. It was epic. It was cool. It was kind of everything I think we wanted it to be. I mean, but, I, uh, I guess you can say you won't see the last of him, but he's going to be a completely different. He's not Vander no more. Yeah, man. So, thank you for that comment. Let's go back here. So, we had on our episode, or Arcane Act 2 episode, we, first of all, we'll go over the poll. And our poll was, what do you want or think will appear, who do you want or think will appear in Act 3? And first of all, I want to say thank you for the 34 people that voted. Um, That's a lot. That's actually really a lot. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, To be fair, there was it was multiple choice, so people may have double dipped in their voting. That's okay. You were allowed to vote more than once. Uh, So we'll just go down the list here. Ergot had eighteen percent. I really was pulling for Ergot to show up. (laughs) You really wanted Ergot to show up. I know. Uh, So uh, I really wanted Jin to show. (laughs) So Ergot was uh, eighteen percent. The best part is everyone, all these people that were listing. Got a got a vote. Uh, Ergot was really eighteen percent. Swain with nine percent. Swain, that was just like the other possible Noxian Nox Noxian that could show up. Um, based yeah, on all and the that, trailers that kind of came from the preview and the fact that there's crows all the time, which tells me that in he's, season he's two, coming. We're he's coming. Probably going to see Swain even because there's cro- every episode has crows in it. Even the um when they released that uh, Avatar creator, you could pick crows to be on your shoulder yeah was, so swain is he's coming he's coming um so that, swain was swain was nine percent blitzcrank was 15 percent. i was hoping and i was pretty sure that we were going to see blitzcrank but we're i guess we're not there yet in the quite uh, that far, victor yeah. story yeah. um six percent was ziggs ziggs would have been an interesting and i know we were talking about um i guess we're already getting into the spoilers but we we're talking about when heimerdinger it's kind of exiled. We're like, oh, I wonder if he's going to hit up his boy. But they're, well, I mean, they're not necessarily boys because Heimerdinger doesn't like the fact that he true. uses explosives, but they're Yordles, and it would have been cool to see two Yordles, um, two Yordle characters that are in the game. Uh, but maybe we're not there yet for Ziggs either because they just barely made the, the Hextech weapons. So he's. Uh, I'd He's be probably su- coming. I wouldn't be surprised if he yeah, was on the next. I would say if he doesn't show up, I'd be very surprised. Um, because he kind of plays as like Heimerdinger's like nemesis, not nemesis, but like his kind of like his. Yeah, he's kind of a rival. He's kind of a rival. Yeah, because he's he's like a a jinx cross with a Heimerdinger. <laughs> sure, he's he's fucking crazy. Um, yeah. and here at your favorite, your favorite vote at twelve percent, Jin. Oh shit! <laughs> that means there's more than one vote. <laughs> Sadly, he didn't show up. Surprisingly, he didn't show up. Right? <laughs> Unsurprisingly, sure. Um, so three <laughs> percent for Zach. 
That one was a stretch. I think I was See, just. I thought, I thought maybe there might be more because there was all that green chemtech ooze. When they were so like, I thought that, that uh, legitimately they had a better chance of showing up than Jin or Ziggs. Well, yeah, because they were like talking with all the chem barons. I was like, well, maybe. Yeah. But no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the highest voted, which we sort of got, but not really. We saw him at the end. Warwick. Warwick. Weight Watchers. 38%. That fucking scene, that little clip, it shows Singe like looking at his locket, like a little locket. I, I had to look that up, but apparently his, he's trying to revive his daughter. Okay. And you see Warwick. It was the same image. Uh, I don't know if, if for all those that rem- that remember the Warwick when he got uh, reworked release. It's kind of like the same photo. It showed okay. him like kind of like up on, like hanging, like... Yeah. He's he's being like built. But um yep. so yeah, Warwick technically I showed up just a little too. Oh, I see that to the, the photo, the release photo. You saw that where he's kinda like you can see a silhouette or whatever. Yeah. Um and then I don't know if you watch the they they had their little teaser for season two. Did you watch that? Uh I did not watch the teaser. So it's just it's just a simple like like an arcane logo. It's like thirty seconds, and you hear new voice lines. And at the very end, you hear the Warwick howl and the blood, uh, blood scent like sound. Oh shit! So, oh shit! That's for sure he's gonna come. Yeah. And then our question for that episode was, if if there was a champion you wanted to show up that wasn't listed, posted here, and Ran uh, wanted to see another Yordle. Um, sadly, yeah. Ziggs probably would have been the best candidate. Oh, actually, hold on, time out. We saw Yordle, that little Ken Baron dude. I think she means champion. I know. I'm just being fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, technically, uh, we saw the Hordle and we saw that Yordle, the Chem Baron. Oh, Hordle. The Hordle. Said, oh. Okay. Okay. I see you. We did see her. We saw Yordles. And then we saw that dude look like an overgrown Yordle. Oh, my God. He looked like a bat. All right. Anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. Why did he have plugs in his ears? I'd... Right. So, Hello. Appreciate everyone that was participating. Um, really quick, I also want to mention before we ask this episode's question, uh, or or let you guys know, uh, we had our patch rundown the other day, and there's still a poll on there. Yes. And um, it is simply, what was your rank at the end of season eleven? So you can go ahead and vote on that. I won't go over the what we're looking at already, uh, the result wise, because it's still going on. And then our question was, what do you think is the most broken addition or change that came to preseason there's a lot of shit but yeah there's a a ton of shit and i will give my answer to that question uh from my experiences playing just a few games even shroud seems busted even shroud seems mega busted if you play any sort of immobilizing champion especially an immobilizing tank that item is mega dumb the 12% extra damage, uh, I implore you to use the fuck out of that thing before they nerf it, and I guarantee you a nerf's coming. I won't be surprised if it goes down to 8%. That shit is insane. But this is an episode about the items. This is an episode about the show, and I've got a question for you guys for this episode. Um, I know it's weird. We're throwing the question out first. Um, That's because we actually had one before the episode. Right. Uh, Who or what do you want to see in season two is there a region you want to see is there uh, a champion or a group of champions you want to see um that's it who or what do you want to see in season two and don't say noxus we already know noxus is coming oh yeah they're getting involved so (laughs) all right let's fucking get into it and i want to start with that ending because tyler and i uh he came over and we we watched it and um they get the moment. Yeah, it was we. I kind of in the in the brief like moments after witnessing what happened. Of course, it shows Jinx like going full like like Powder dies because she had the whole thing with like she had the two chairs and she was like asking Vi to choose, and then it just kind of happened where she chose for herself Picked her own chair, pretty much. Yeah, and Jinx is like fully unleashed. And she launched the super mega death rocket at the building. I also, unless it's a new thing, she put the like gemstone in there. And I never, 
in the game, I never thought of like her rockets involving Hextech. So I was like, okay. Neither did I, so that's got to be a new thing for sure. It was a super like, an- well, obviously it's it's animated, but it was a super like anime like blast. It like kind of like a Dragon Ball Z like energy blast. It kind of looked like that, but it was so fucking I was just sick. very stoked. I was very stoked to see a Mega Death Rocket. Oh, and yeah. I was also very stoked to see Fish Bones. I think I was saying, like, if she doesn't fucking have fish bones in this episode, I'm going to be, or in this act, I'm going to be bad. And so I was stoked because she used the hell out of Zap and she used the hell out of Pow Pow. I'm like, bro, where is fish? Bones? even the chomps got used. It's like, bro, you need to complete it with fish bones. Give me fish bones or give me death, I guess. I don't know. So that, so the ending, I, 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 my immediate reaction was like, oh, fuck. But I think the more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, they're going to do season two. Yeah, and there's no way they could have wrapped up every single story they had going on in nine episodes. There's just no fucking way. That's why it ends in a I it perceived was, explosion. It perceived and, and it, it should. It, it was the most, and I said this to Rain earlier. It was the most bittersweet ending that you mm-hmm. could have had. It was so like I'm just thinking about yeah. it, and I watched that end scene too. Like it was, it's like oh my god, like you see. You see Mel and the other counselors are like, okay, maybe we don't need to go to war with Zahn or, you know, we're going to give them this nation of Zahn for, to be a little bit more for diplomacy and instead of just fucking being at war all the time. But then as soon as they vote on it, the fucking rocket is coming through the building. Yep. And but you, uh, they did get a little bit of, um, I don't know, I wouldn't call it justice, but Silco's gone. Um, and that's dude, a, what, what Piltover needed Piltover needed Silco to be gone. Um, and be the story needed Silco to be gone because now it should be singed taking over Zon and, and really bring it to what it is. Um, was Silco dying? Dude. Okay. I'll go back to that. That part was, I feel like, I mean, I see a lot of people talking about that, that scene where she kind of, what Jinx goes berserk. I don't want to know if I don't want to want to say she accidentally shoots because it looked like she deliberately shooted shot him. She shooted him. Shooted because sure. um because <laughs> she thought that he well she obviously knew what he was doing and, and yeah. Jace had proposed like oh we want Jinx in like as a trade and yeah, that's what she and he thought said no and yeah. that was probably one of the saddest moments in that show when he looked at her and he said he was he would have never traded her. I don't know if he said he loved her, but uh, he said she was recall, she was perfect. Yeah. He was like, "You're perfect," and I was yeah. like, "Dude, there um, every single character in this show, and this is another thing that I fucking loved, is not one person is good or bad. They both both have traits, valid reasons. They're all valid reasons. Very complex. Exactly. That's, they're that's like. they're not but good nor bad. Let's not forget, Silco is the reason that Vander's dead. True. Let's not forget Silco is really the reason that their original parents are dead. So let's let's not leave that. I don't think that was I don't think that was ever established. That Vi and Jinx's parents. Oh, I'm sure he probably had a hand in that. I don't I I know for in in game lore, obviously they can change whatever the fuck they want for this show, but it is hinted at that Camille killed uh, their parents okay. with a few like they have weird voice line interactions that are like kind of allude to that um i don't know i i just know because the whole reason silco did what he did and he killed vander is because he figured he turned too soft and he wanted he wanted zon to be zon and he knew yeah, that piltover cool. was never going to do that which is a weird thing to think about because they literally voted on agreeing to that so yeah but he don't trust them the same way they don't trust him he don't trust them which i think is is fair because um the respect or lack thereof seemed very very mutual um yeah, just i was but yeah i mean the story needed the council to die and the story needed silco to die uh so well, we that's don't know for sure how many people are gonna die in that council if it follows to the lore, it needs most of the council to die. Basically, the council needs to be uh, brought I'd, down. I'd be surprised if Mel dies. I think she played. She too. might not die, but the she... the council ain't coming back. Yeah, it's gonna plunge into like chaos. Piltover's gonna go into chaos. 
Um, yep. Yeah, yeah you just see... It's fucking... Dude, it... It's just one of those, like, scenes... It kind of gives you goosebumps, like... And I know I've mentioned that for other parts of the show, but you just think about that scene, you're like, oh my... Even the song... That was... I can't remember what the song was playing, but it was just so fucking perfect for that scene. Yeah. And it shows the rocket flying across the sky, and then it pans the Vi and Caitlyn, like, holding each other, and Caitlyn's, like... I don't know if she, she was, like, screaming or crying, and then it just pans to her mom in the building. I was like, fuck, dude. You know, the only thing that could have made that rocket flying even better would have been uh, There Goes My Hero by Foo Fighters. Oh, my God. Or uh, what's the fucking, was it the Nickelback song? Oh, um, but Need a Hero to Save Us? <laughs> I'm not going to stand here and wait, that song? <laughs> Chad Carter's going to bust out of nowhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no man. Way. Oh, man. Oh, man. No, but really, I mean, that was a, an absolutely phenomenal episode, I, or act. Um, the whole first season blew me away. Um, I don't even know how to really put it into words, but it was so well done that, like, I felt like when the show first came out, I was going to sit in and be like, oh, I know what happens. I know this happens. I know what happens. Oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah, a rehashing like... lore. And it totally wasn't. It was just, like, a different angle that we've never seen before on the same story. Um, and like you said, it, it, it brought a lot of complex characters, which I thought was awesome. Uh, like you said, no one, no one's good or bad. I mean, look at Jace. Like, Jace, what the fuck are you doing, Jace dude? Jace just doesn't know what he's... Like, he's... The only person that really felt pure of heart was Heimerdinger. And then he goes down to the end and he's got to make his turrets. So um, obviously when Jace fucks Heimerdinger, (laughs) it's the catalyst to get Heimerdinger to uh, start exploring into Hextech. And he's got to make the grenade. He's got to make the turrets. He's got to make the rockets. Um, So I wonder if he... I don't know... Enough of lore between him and Ziggs, but I wonder if they have a little bit of a crossover. I know I know that he dislikes Ziggs because Ziggs kind of goes crazy, but I wonder if they'll uh, introduce a crossover of them creating hexplosives and, and things of that nature. I just want to... While we're talking about... Like, you mentioned Jace, and I, a lot of the time I didn't... I They did a good job of making me like not like him, but then it kind of gave him... Obviously, he was, like, the newest member of the council, and he was super inexperienced with politics. He just kind of got thrown into that shit. If Anakin Skywalker was allowed to be part of the Jedi Council. It was... it was It's cool to see him, like, struggle, like, going back and forth with what he wants to do. Like, when, yeah. when, when Vi and Kate go to the council, and they're talking about it, and they're just like, no, we can't go to war, and, you know, Jace is like, no, we need to do this. There's people down there that want to, like, kill us. And then Vi's like on the same page as him. She's she already knows. She's like she's ready to fucking go to war. And then they go down to the like refinery or whatever, and they start beating the shit. Those chem turbo chem tanks was the fucking one of the best parts of that show. That was so that was sick to cool. see that. That um, was pretty cool. That whole sequence was really sick. It was I'm a really good set piece. Really fucking butthurt. They did not play. Here comes Vi. They had yeah. They had two opportunities. They had. When when she uh when she went back into the bar and fought um what's her name Savika Savika, or and when when they're in the refinery and she's like scaling down the wall with the gauntlets, but nah yeah it's it's it is what it is that was a badass fucking scene you finally get to see him whoop ass, and then that was that was so cool and just the fucking the whole the whole glove sequence or the gauntlet sequence and the hammer dude and the the hammer um. Also, but, just quick, quick side note: Savika, new champ, possibly. You know, people are thinking about that. Anyways, uh, I, carry on. Um, so you know, he's ready to go to war. He has all the enforcers down there, and then a child inadvertently gets killed, and that like just stops his whole. Because he had talked to um Mel's mom about like war and stuff, and obviously her being Noxus, she's like, that's the only fucking way to. That's but how he, you impose your will on the people. You can't <laughs> diplomacy doesn't work. You just fight, 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 and fight. And I, I don't think he's experienced death. I don't think it showed him experiencing death in the show. And he witnesses no, it firsthand. He's, he's uh, from Piltover. They don't experience that. That only happens in Zaun. Um, exactly. And Piltovians don't die. And not in front of anybody, at least. He like immediately 
regrets, like, regrets his fucking decision. <laughs> and and Vi's just like, dude, what are you this doing? is going to happen. You got to go. We got yeah. to stop Silco because that guy's going to fucking murder. I think she said like thousands of other probably dying at other refineries or just from probably any other people that are taking the fucking shimmer and just getting I felt like up. Uh, I felt like Silco was fucking uh El Chapo. <laughs> I was like I was like I don't I couldn't think of his fucking name. Yeah, I felt like it was El Chapo controlling people with drugs and then fucking uh weaponizing people and then them dying in his place and him being like the mastermind or whatever. Um but god it was, it was weird because they they like painted all of Zon as like terrorists basically. But I don't have a better way to put it. No, yeah, and then it shows Echo and his like little his group of his people. band of brothers, yeah, the Firelighters. That was and they cool. were fucking badass. Um okay, good was, call by me saying that was Echo, but I think we all knew that was Echo anyways. The um oh especially really quick before we talk about the Echo and Jinx fight, um Echo's hair in that obviously he has the true damage hair where it's kind of like the forward, the forward dread, the forward so short dread. So yeah, yeah. much better than the like mohawk. I don't. It, it just also looks reminded better. me of uh, of Killmonger. <laughs> yeah, that okay. That yeah, that too. It looked. It looked, um, he looked. No, it looked way better. It it, it makes him look older. Yeah, it looked. Um, it made him look more, more menace. It more menacing too. Like he was just. He's like ready to fucking fight, dude. Like he was yeah, ready to go. Yeah. Um. That that little scene with uh with um after the the Jinx and Echo fight. When Heimerdinger picks up his board and he's like, "Yeah, the blades are wrong," <laughs> and he's like, "No, it's because the air is heavier." It's like, "Oh, like that was pretty cool." Yeah. Then you see like that connection's being made, and you're like, "Okay, here he comes, offering his services. He's gonna help him build the Z Drive resonator." And I'm sure Echo's gonna help him because they're gonna. Echo's gonna be like, "Do over," <laughs> and fix the whole situation. Um, yeah. So that Echo that scene on the bridge where it's revealed that Marcus, you know, Marcus is like fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that dude. He points, the, he guy, points the gun the puts the gun at Caitlyn and then that's when she realizes, oh my god, this is a, like, he's working with Silco and then Jinx come and fucking murders all of them. Um, Would you uh say he got fucked the hardest in that episode? <laughs> that was one act? of your questions. Who's going to get fucked by Jace this episode? That was one of the first things you asked me. Turns out Jinx um, was doing the fucking. It turns out Jinx fucked a lot of people. Um, so <laughs> yeah, the joke is going on way too far. <laughs> so yeah, so they, they end up getting the firefly part. They all came in. They're like, what the fuck is this? And then they realize it's a Jinx trap. They're like mechanical oh, like explosives. Yeah, that threw me off. That for sure threw me off. I did not realize that those were. Uh, well, because it kept showing little fireflies with the firelights, like chilling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, little, uh, but they were fucking like little. Yeah. Oh my god! And then it exploded. They all died. Yeah, when you see them with the steampunk uh, yeah. fireflies, like what the fuck? And then they just all boom. I was like, god damn! They need to play some POD right here. <laughs> just. So then, yeah, yeah, Echo comes and, you know, he gives Vi and Caitlyn, like, time to escape. That, like, super animated, I don't even know what kind of animation that is. It was, like, almost, I don't want to say, like, it, it, it was, like, Crayola and Rand just got a pentakill in her game. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Crayola. No, that was just, like, um. it was almost like an anime sequence. It was. <laughs> and and oh. the fact the, my favorite part about that was that little like teaser of the of the Z Drive Resonator where he sees it happen before it happens and he changes what he's gonna do so it doesn't get shot. That was fucking sick. Well, the other and thing that is the precursor to the whole Resonator, and I thought that was super awesome. I was stoked off that to be honest. Well, what I got from that is because it kept showing flashbacks to Echo and, and Powder. They had done this before, like they yeah. had. It, that's what I was getting. So they both For were sure. probably anticipating what they were gonna do. Cause he gets shot and you know, he gets back up. Um, Jinx almost dies, but then, um, so does echo. Yeah. Echo almost dies. Luckily he escapes and, and Dong yeah, finds her. bulletproof vest on and everything. And yeah, yeah, the whole thing was that whole sequence was again, badass. That was, that was probably one of the other best parts of that or best moments of that series is that just that quick, and the song, the music it was playing, the music was off the charts in this fucking show. They nailed it on the music. Actually, Riot's been nailing music 
oh god, for like the past five, six years, ever since the first Pentakill. Um, but even before that, when they would nail uh, the opening, uh, like the login uh, theme songs, they've been nailing music for years. I don't know who they have on their music team, but they're fucking killing it. And they have been, and they continue to do so. So I don't know who you got, but you better keep that composer around for a long time. What did you think of um, Savika? Is that it? It's right, right? Savika? Yeah, Savika. What do you, how do you, about and her blade? Like, no, I was saying like her, that was interesting. It looked like or, a Huntmaster's blade because it was all red and everything like that. Headmaster, not Huntmaster, Headmaster. I thought it was like, it was like heated up. Like it was hot. I mean, possibly. It just reminds me of like uh, when you're playing Caitlyn and you use the Q with the uh, Headhunter. What do I call it? Headmaster? Jesus Christ. I was going to be like Fiora? <laughs> I'm all over the place. The Headhunter skin. It reminded me, like when you press Q, it comes out as a red. Um, yeah little thing and that's what it reminded me of it was like that same neon red color um i i don't remember if nidalee's spear in that is possibly is red or javelin um, i don't know if it's red either but no but i was gonna ask you how did you feel because it, it it was insinuated that she was gonna join i don't remember what tattoo boy's name is but she like oh yeah you know didn't know what side she was on and i don't even think silco knew what side she was on no i think silco knew I don't I know, think, but but when she she stood behind him and like she, swiped, yeah, but he had full trust in her. Yeah, but he ducked like he's feared I for mean, his life. I mean, I feel like if a blade's coming at you, you might just duck anyways. But it felt to me like that was all part of the plan, and also that fucking Ken Baron, whatever his name was, that guy was the biggest fucking bitch. The lighter boy. I gotta say, he was a bit of a letdown to me because like I felt like he. You're going to bring in this dude that looks kind of cool, interesting style look. He's got his jacket on like he's Swain. He's got tattoos everywhere, and he comes out and gets his ass whooped twice in a row. Like, what is the point of this dude? Like, he just, I don't know. I felt like the, the Zahn Council was a little rushed. That, that, that part kind of took me out a little bit. I'm like, okay, I see, like, here's their counter to the Piltoven Council, right? They're chem barons and the chem baron council, and they run the undercity with drugs. Except for they don't do shit because Soko whoops all their asses in a point two seconds. I didn't really. I thought that part was kind of lame. I actually felt like they really could have done better on that or done a better job building that up. Um, because that dude, whatever his name was, just seemed like a. I I really dude. liked. <laughs> I don't know. I really liked when. So when they first go and meet them and they bring that like gas. Yeah. And and he he has to give all of them a like a breather. But yep, he mask. doesn't yep. he doesn't wear one because he's so he he's like I think it was insinuated that they're they're they they live a bit above the toxic stuff and he's just he lives in Zon whereas these yes. people so he's just like you know like you 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 think you have the best interests for for the undercity, like you don't even live down there. You're not even experiencing it. And Silco obviously fucking is. Yeah. Um, I, I, man, that character, it, it kind of went a 180. I was like, okay, this guy's a bad, like he's a bad guy, blah, blah, blah. But like it, it, him and Mel, like my liking for those characters, just totally 180 for the, for a good reason too. Like just, it, and it also him dying also obviously played a part in fully creating jinx. Um, so that was, it just showed his humanity and he, he generally loved her sure. as a father. Um, For sure. I was like, God, man, is why? Even though he also used her all the time. I don't know. I, I felt like he, like, they like tried to pull me in and to be on his side, but I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, dude's a piece of shit. I mean, I, Jace is, is, and Piltovens are, are weary of basically a terrorist threat, which is fair. And Silco was willing to bring that. Um, but hopefully the new regime does not once they gain their uh, sovereignty. I don't even think there's going to be, it's just going to be chaos. Oh, well, that's what I mean. I think it's going to devolve into chaos, but I think that the the plan from Singe is not to go in by force. And, and, and are you, are you that said that Singe is going to like lead them? I'm pretty I, certain Singe is leading them. I think he's just doing his own thing. Like, he's... Because 
if if Noxus gets involved, I know there's stories of if um, Singe joining Noxus to develop like chemical weapons, and then um, I can't remember how many years someone did like was able to figure out the math that this was like seven or eight years before the Ionian invasion. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I don't know, man. There's some smart ass people out there. <laughs> It's some people that don't have anything else to do with their day except for to look at this kind of shit and do this kind of math and. and I appreciate and it because so, I will never figure no, that it's, out. Exactly, it's kind of nice because yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna take the time to do that shit, but um, I, think... I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure at least at the beginning, Singe starts running the place because I just don't see Singe as like a uh head honcho guy. I just see I mean, him keeping to himself and doing his own experiments. He does help Victor, which which we can talk about that too. Um, yeah, uh, my boy Vic, and I'm not entirely sure what was going on with his leg and his hand. I mean, obviously, I know that he so, basically he melded with the uh, crystal. Um, so that was that was my other one other thing is obviously whatever disease he has is separate. Then his like limp are those two separate things because it shows him running no, like his physical I, is fine, but then it shows him like coughing again, like he could walk fine. He run, he ran. It it just seemed like there were two different things that were affecting him. That's Cause possible because I, I know he was the um because they mentioned like the whatever sickness he has was by living in Zon and breathing in the toxic air. So, the fan theory is that he's got leukemia. Okay. Um, let's see. His skin appears pale and worsens in the episodes, even after the time jump. In episode 5, he coughs up blood, appears to be bleeding from his nose. I believe he may have blood cancer, nose leukemia. People with this condition often cannot support their weight due to their gradually weakening bodies. This will explain why Victor has to use a walking stick to help support himself. The condition is often fatal and cannot be cured. I was just so, I was just confused at why was he able to like run that one time and then like the next scene or two like he's sitting and like coughing again. I guess it's just a temporary Some people think maybe it has to do with the with the Zon air too. Yeah, no, yeah, but I mean he's he's living in Piltover now, so but it could have been like a, a lasting effect. I mean Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's one thing I was unanswered. I mean, I don't mind. Uh, I'm they'll, not... get a, they'll get around to it eventually, I'm sure. It's only nine episodes. <laughs> Speaking of Victor, we can get into that. Um, that crystal will be looking very voidish, and I know I said that to you. It, it, it does look. You know what? I didn't. I wouldn't have thought about that, but it looked like a right. void. So, I mean, it, it takes it takes organic material, and it it. I was it's just kind of confused on like the matter with of, of how he, he it almost looked like uh like his the Victor's leg almost kind of looked like Kaisa's suit, kind of sort of like not totally but like. So do you th- is it it's it's metal right like he's. I don't know. It didn't look metal though. It was purple. Them shits was purple. Look like purple stone. Um. Let me see here. And then that whole scene with like, I can't remember what the assistant's name is, but she comes in and, oh, dude, that was, and she went bye bye. That was sad. I'm curious if he, because then and then it shows him sitting at that like, it's not a clock tower, that clock area, and he it's like the waterfall or whatever. Yes. And then and he's, he's about to... he's about to jump. And yes. Jace, you know, it's literally the same, it's like the same exact thing, which I thought was a really good, like, uh. no, that was a good, like full circle thing. Actually, um, you're a hundred percent right. So I thought that was actually really cool though. I was like, oh wow. He, he saved Jace. Jace saved him. Uh, Jace saved him. It was, uh, a rather interesting way to put it. I'm curious. Because then he he agrees, or they agree. I think Jace agrees that they have to destroy the um the hex tech, the crystal, or the yes. whatever the rune that they're interacting yes. with. Yeah, I'm curious what's gonna happen in season two. 
Because obviously he needs, he's, whatever is going on with the interaction, he needs that. And it just sounds weird that he clearly, wants to destroy yeah, it, it. So It I, clearly reinvigorates Victor. So you're right, it does sound weird that Jace wants to destroy it, but I think Jace recognizes the um, lack of control they have over that thing. And I think he's starting to heed uh, Dinglinger's words. I feel like when season two starts, if it, if it starts with like an immediate open of this, like the ending of this, they're going to be like, all right, we need to weaponize. Like maybe, maybe that kicks their butt into weaponizing shit again. Probably. Cause it's, I mean, be surprised. it shows them all dead. I uh, wonder if um, Mel's mother will still be there. I, I, it's okay. I wanted to mention Mel. Cause like same thing with kind of like Silco where I like, I had questions about this character. I was like, what the fuck is, what is her agenda? And she's, it's, it's, she's trying to figure out what the fucking do too. Cause you get a little bit of backstory. She was in Noxus and she saw firsthand how violent they are. And she didn't like that. And she, she slowly began to become fond of Jace. And in the end she was like, and it showed the painting that she had drawn of the Noxus capital and she like smeared it out. So she was like, no, I don't want to do this. War is not the answer. And that she votes for, to have like a, to, to agree to Silco's terms about yes. making Zon its own independent um, city. I don't know. Like it was a very interesting flip flop from uh, her and Jace considering she's Noxian and, and Jace is not see that Jace was all for war originally and then she's like no, no we can't do this and it took till him seeing what she saw to to catch that and I thought that was uh actually I thought that was really good uh world building I thought that was rather powerful um and rather smart too it's like hey this is you know they set it up showing Mel seeing the death in in the communities that come from war and uh I can't remember her mom's name just Mrs. Madarda mm -hmm. uh recognizing that no, no no this is what we do this is how you have to do it well she, um, she knows like this is exactly and then that's exactly where vi's mind is at like no you have to do this you this is how it goes how we fix this you have to go this route so it was rather interesting to see the that dichotomy of those two vi and mrs Madarda, and you have jason mel over here who are like oh wait a minute we just saw something die like that's that's not right. Like I, I, we could have had a hand at fixing this before it got that far. So I think that's rather interesting and a rather strange dichotomy to see because Noxus is always positioned as like the evil faction, um, and like Demacia is a good faction, and then everyone else is kind of in between, necessarily good or evil. And it's interesting to see, um, and I think it's because they're neutral too. But to see the variety in the in the neutral characters and see their parallels. Yeah, it's like it's it, you just you see their struggles because like yes. like I said, you not not one character. I guess maybe Heimerdinger, but you could argue he did some kind of things to push Jace and Victor away from him. Um, but they both had their issues on both sides, and they were neither good nor bad, even regardless of what their intentions were. Yeah. Um. Because even like even with Caitlyn, where it's like, oh, she's an enforcer, but she's breaking the law in to do, you know, to search for the truth. To do what she thinks is right, for sure. Man, I really wanted them to kiss. But okay, I mean, <laughs> but no, it was it was fine. I, I thought about yeah. it more. I'm like, no, they don't need to get to that. They, they just had like a super like when they were at her house and they're talking on the bed, it was like a super intimate, like connecting part. And you can't tell me they're not going to be a, a, a couple or like a no, I they're for think, sure. I don't know if there's been uh, gameplay line updates as part of Caitlin's uh, voice update. But I have been seeing people mention that like it's for sure they're for I sure. I think in um, Legends of Runeterra, the card game, those cards oh, okay. have a lot of interactions like that. Okay, um, okay. And then also, yeah, Jinx I, did, I did see people saying like confirmed. To the the part where Jinx brought out the platter, and I I can't believe I even thought that her head was gonna be there. I'm like, no, I'm like, really? Holy I know. Man. I was like, uh, I don't think her head's gonna be there. But what if her head's there? <laughs> 
like, what the fuck? That was. That I was. was I would have. I don't know. I would have lost my mind. I thought. I. I don't know. I was like, okay, it could be. Could be Caitlyn's head. Maybe it's just someone else's head, and she's doing it to fuck with Vi. Like. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it, maybe... it was insinuated that it was her head because she was like, oh, I visited no, I sure. your girlfriend this morning. For sure. But I thought, like, when she left it up, I'm like, maybe it'll be someone else's head. Nope. Like, a... oh, like, she's next sort of thing. But no. It was a cupcake. <laughs> I know. That was good, too. That was good, too. I'm like, oh, Yordle Snap Trap? Any one of those cupcakes? Man, um, I'm just quickly looking at the subreddit of one of the topics, and... There was one quote, and I believe it was Victor who said it. Let me see if I can find it. It was like, in the pursuit... Where the fuck is it? I'll edit this. Hold on, I'm looking for this. I just sent you a link for another uh, interesting kind of theory on... And actually, what I should do is share the actual fucking comment that I think you'll like. So, okay, the quote, Victor, which Victor said, is, in the pursuit, in the pursuit of great... We failed to do good. Yes, that was really good. That was actually very powerful too. I thought. But I'm reading this uh, this um, thought, or I guess fan theory on on Reddit, and it, it's about Victor and the the uh, the Hextech crystal, I guess. The rune, and it says. So they're trying to predict how it goes. And it says, The Void tries manipulating Victor's emotional mind. Victor realizes that emotions are a vulnerability. Victor removes his emotions, allowing his rational mind to dominate. Victor uses the Void as a tool to aid in his glorious evolution, mixing singed Void plant-based chemtech with his own adaptive Hexcore Hextech to create the perfect upgraded life forms. So that's why I'd love to see a potential connection between Victor and the Void is definitely not something I expected, but it'd be awesome if the story can do it right. It seems like a lot of people are thinking that uh, Hexcore is now the Void, like you said. It had that, like, I don't know how to describe, like, the stringiness to it. You know what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, I, I guess that's what makes it organic. Like, it has that, like, fleshy... Like, if you were just to tear, like, a piece of saran wrap and, like, just see what's left, like, that's, uh, I don't know, that's the best way I could describe it. And so, I, when you said that, too, I wasn't thinking that at all. I'm like, it just looks like shimmer tech. Like, is it is it pulling out the shit in his blood? And that's why it's purple and it's giving you, like, a shimmer style. But then you said, that looks like the void. I was like, oh, fuck, you're right. But so, I was curious if Cassidy comes in next season, too. I don't know. I just I, I'm trying to think of like champions. Prevoid Cassidin. Prevoid Cassidin. <laughs> so I, it's interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about about Victor. I think we've exhausted Victor and and Singe for the most part. Um, That's a good quote. In the first three episodes, I hated Silco. Now I'm sad that Silco died. Like. What have you done? What what is this? I'm not I'm not sad about that. I'm it was it's I'm like it kinda sucks, but like I'm like uh He had to die? He was gonna destroy everybody and that's what they're trying to avoid here. But it showed his like it, it, his they try to give us true colors at the end, like like he's not that bad. And I will say they did build that up the whole time. Uh, there was uh, a lot of time um, spent <laughs> trying to say that what happened. <laughs> Jinx bring it home with the Bud Light Ace, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that was fucking like... <sighs> Oh my god. What was I going to say? Oh, Sorry. <laughs> so, he's trying to save his people, right? That's his whole thing. Is he wants his people to to flourish. But the part that that doesn't make me feel bad that he that he died is when you look at what he's doing to his people and in controlling people with drugs and you see the people in the undercity and in the end of act 2 that are just ravaged. Uh regardless of how he feels about Jinx, I'm like it doesn't it doesn't make you a good person. At the end of the day, 
You're not a good person. You may think you have everyone's best interests at, at heart and in mind, but like realistically, the way you're going about it is hurting more people than you're probably saving. So uh, if you got to go, peace, bitch. I mean, it, it, none, of, none of these characters, like, as in, like, they're, they're not perfect. Like, they're, the way no, they are, sure. they're not perfect. I just, they, they did a good job of trying to balance out, like, good and bad, right? But I feel like in Silco's case, for me, the bad just totally outweighed the good. Uh, Whereas, I, like, I, I, I don't know. I really like this, because I'm really happy we're disagreeing on this, because this is, like, it just makes this more inner like interesting to talk about because I think it just showed obviously it people it's it's been said like when people are dying they're true like I don't want to say they're true colors but they're true the true selves true selves are reviewed or reviewed or revealed. revealed and it just shows how much he actually he he legitimately cared for Jinx and like regardless if you you know he took her he kind of took advantage of her but he like he 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 groomed her sure he kind of like made her but it's just he said he was willing to go to war for her and it was just he was willing to do anything for her and he called her perfect and that's like that was that was her more or less her her father figure for the majority of her life i don't know how old she was supposed to be but and it, yeah oh man um it's it's interesting because I'm I'm drawing the parallel as you're explaining that I'm drawing that parallel to Jace, um, you know Silco starts out as the big bad and Jace starts out as the big great, right? He's supposed to be the 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 new guy. He's gonna bring order and peace and and yada yada yada. Like go Jace go right. And Silco's like fuck you Silco you piece of shit die rotten hell. By the end. Uh, you certainly have a pretty negative outlook on Jace until the very end when he starts to change his mind, right? After he kills that kid. And I feel like that's the same with Silco, at least in your case for me. Again, fuck that guy. Uh, in your case, you're, you're seeing Silco sort of try to redeem himself, and you're seeing Jace... I don't know what the uh, antithesis is of redemption, but... That's happening to Jace, and then he's like turns it. It's like, oh wait, hold on, I got to redeem myself right here at the very, very end by uh, doing the right thing. And so that's an interesting parallel to draw. You get those two leaders going through the same thing, just differently. I I agree. He Soko needed to die because that was like the final. Because that like whole scene, it was weird. The whole time Jinx is asking, or Vi is always saying powder like oh powder powder like because that was before she got arrested that was the last thing she saw that was the last that's image i've always saw. known her as powder exactly so that's why she's kind of like wait what are you doing when she sees her like using the machine gun and she's like murdering people and that's all she wants is powder i know but, you don't have a, a brother but like my brother's undergone like three name changes with his friends and whatnot and I just still call him Andrew. <laughs> like, I the bunch of different names. And when I talk to, like, friends of his that know him this way, I'm like, uh, Andrew? Is Andrew here? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I kind of, I pick up on that parallel of, or not that parallel, but of that feeling of, like, no, you're powder. I don't, you're powder. To me, you're powder. You're always going to be powder. So my brother's always going to be Andrew. That's just, well, that's, it's... I don't care what nickname you're going by now. That's just that's how I know you. That's how I've known you for damn near thirty years of my life. Like, sorry, dude. That's what it is. <laughs> I just think it's it's just different because she sees Powder it's as an innocent bit. girl, and then Jinx yeah, is a completely different, different entity. And Jinx is like, no, 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 I'm not that anymore. Look at me, mm -hmm. like I'm different. And that's why in the end, I think that's the other. And she 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 makes the uh she gives fire the ultimatum to either what like kill Caitlyn or have her sister back and like obviously Caitlyn's just like no I don't I can't like you're not my sister that was that was what I was getting she didn't actually say that but like but in the that's end that's where she was alluding to though Jinx makes the decision for her and she's yeah. like look like you know powder's going to die here and this is me um so we go in, in assuming stuff about season 2 I can see like Jinx and Vi is kind of like that's probably going to be like a 
a B plot. It's not. I don't think it's going to be the front main thing of the show in season two. It's obviously going to deal with their struggles, um, but I think that, yeah, there's going to be bigger, bigger threats. It's, it's going to center more around the hex tech, I think, in season two, than it is going to center around the the two main. Um, I mean, Jinx and Vi and Caitlyn. I have a I feeling. This... If if the council's like dead or destroyed. Other nations, Noxus, are gonna realize, oh, this city is ungoverned. Yes. What are we gonna do? It's a trade like, hub. They're it's, gonna, a, it's an ungoverned trade hub. They're gonna come in uh, and there's a ton ass- of money. Assert exactly. their will. So exactly, I, exactly, exactly. So that's gonna be a very interesting. Um, I, mean, I can't wait, dude. It's it, it, they said it's yeah. not gonna come out. Possibly 2023 is season two. Which isn't bad. Wow. They gotta. They can't usually, rush this shit. Okay, so usually these shows, the first two seasons are pretty quick to come out, and it's always the third season takes forever, right? It's it's not bad. Two years. That I mean, we we've known about this show for two years. They're working on it for fucking bad, dude. They were they're working on it. Um, Feels bad, six man. Years, but yeah, they've been working on it for a while, honestly. But we um, didn't know. We didn't know. So that's. We didn't know that, but we know we've been. Uh, was it two years ago that they announced like yeah, the whole Riot Forge thing, where they were announcing the the the, the show? The they, they originally showed the show, or yeah, the yeah, trailer. Yeah. So uh, two so, years. So another two years, I think we could wait. And also, they've got more money now than they did before, um, so they can get this stuff pumped out a little bit faster too. You know what I mean? Where in the past, like it took them six years to to get it together, develop it, but that probably also partially included. A storyline for season two. So now you've got to animate it, finish, you know, you got to storyboard it, animate it, um, get the lines, the voice lines done, and then make a production out of it. And we are at the end of 2021, so it's not even two years. It's probably realistically like a year, year and a half if we're waiting at to 2023. Yeah. Um, which isn't bad. Uh, hopefully, it's not the end of the season 2023 like they did this time because this. It sucks because I wish they would release it at the end of the season next year because it's like a good bridge between between the seasons, right? Worlds ends a week. Was it a week later? I think it was a week later after Worlds. You've got the show, right? And then you've got a game, another game. And then they're doing all their preseason stuff, and it would be great, you know, and then obviously during the, the season, you know, January through October, it's the main game, Wild Rift, TFT, uh, Legends, etc. It's those main games, and then the end of the season comes around, and you pump out the other stuff. Like that's that's a interesting way to keep people stuck on. I wouldn't say stuck on your product, but like engage with your product, engage with your storylines. I wouldn't be surprised if they release like comics. You know how they have those like comics that have been releasing, or like yeah, you know just short short stories. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Like little kind of clippets of maybe just a little extra, just in between shit that's happening or setting Admittedly, up. Admittedly, I haven't read enough of those to to really catch on. The only one I really remember is that J4 is LeBlanc. I need to read, I need to just in general read, read, read like just, they always releasing short stories or updated They, they do, updated and I don't, I don't always catch them. They don't always tell us when they release an updated bio either. I mean, I, I whenever I see it on Reddit, I'll like peek at it, but I haven't sat down and actually read their stories. It's, I mean, it's it probably would satisfy the little like uh, itch that I want for more of this. And who knows? They could be. I mean, for example, we all knew the Rune King game was coming, and then yes. they just fucking dropped it out of nowhere. And the Ziggs game out of nowhere that no one knew about. Like they, they could like tomorrow they could announce something crazy. Like, I don't know. It's that's what kind of excites me. And that, I mean, to wrap it up and this is going to sound cheesy. I think it's just so why we play this game is because there's so much they changed. We bitch about it a lot. Oh my. They add so much. They keep it fresh. They keep it, try to keep it as fresh as possible. Some things are kind of about, but like there's just so much going on. And it's fucking great. And well, it's it's endless, and it's not it's not stale. You know what I mean? Like there's there's they're always changing stuff. They're always rebalancing things. They're always 
intentionally unbalancing things. Um, but they keep it fresh. It never really gets stale, which is part of the success of this game. And I think it's part of the reason you have a lot of games releasing a lot of patches these days. You look at uh, games like uh, Marvel Strike Force that releases new patches every couple weeks. You look at, um, hell, fucking like Call of Duty Warzone that's always releasing new patches every couple weeks. Like, that's that's a game that historically didn't release that many patches. Like, all they ever strive for was, like, a perfect balance. And you look at League and they always say they strive for balance. But you know damn well they don't strive for balance. They strive to disrupt things a little bit. Once once the game starts to get stagnant and they find a balance, they're like, cool, how do we disrupt this? Um, and they do that partially at the beginning of, or the end of every season, making a preseason where they just blow shit up and, and say, ha, here you go, guys. And it's like a challenge to them. It's like a new game for us. And we get a year to goof off with it and before they change some more shit. And, and that's what keeps the whole thing going. Like you said, that's going to... I wouldn't necessarily call it an addiction, but it's like one of those like it's endless. The possibilities are endless because they're always willing to change things. They're always willing to add, Dog, remove. Think about this. Uh, We're about whatever. to have been playing this game for eight years. And I know there's I know. people out there that have been playing since like the open beta, but it just blows my mind because I, I can remember when we started playing this game and we're just like, what the fuck is this? Cause, yeah. Because back then, all we had really known is probably the game we played the most is like call of duty like the old old school call of duty yeah that in starcraft but i remember i picked it up it was like the game had i think had just been released on mac and i was playing on my macbook that's the <laughs> oh, computer God. i had i think that's that's what it was because i m the mac version was even in beta and i remember it always said beta at the bottom and that was around the time of iblitzcrank <laughs> and i think corporate mundo was around that time too um that. okay Man, so yeah, that was that's how long ago it was, which is crazy to think now because it's a very it was uh, getting rather large then. It's just interesting to have been a part of the space for about eight years. And look where it's at. We're, we're getting... finally being comfortable enough to talk about it in an analytical way. <laughs> just I, I'd be surprised. I'll be very I'll be upset if this show doesn't receive any awards. I don't know if like. Do do the Oscars it, it, do it, animated? It, uh, no, you're thinking Emmys. Okay. Uh, Emmys do have an animated. Um, That'll section. be fucked if they don't. I if... don't know. Uh, obviously, it's got to compete with Squid Game, which. Well, this apparently is higher insane. rated than Squid Game. Yes. Um, one of the things you have to think about though is like. The fact that, well, actually, it might not have to compete with Squid Game because that's technically a foreign show. So that Plus probably it's has not its own animated. category. I don't, it's not animated. Yeah, and it probably has its own category as a foreign show. I, for whatever reason, that they, they do that shit with the categories instead of just lumping them all together, which I think they could lump them all together and then also have other pieces, but they like to just split them up. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if they're, I don't know enough about the Emmys, but this definitely. Um, is award worthy for sure. Uh, whether it be the music, the animation, the story itself, I mean, everywhere I look, this show's got at least like a 9.5 out of 10 score, which is insanely good and it's insanely fresh for those of us who have been playing this game for eight years <laughs> or longer. So, I think that's that's uh, a bonus, and I think for people that don't play the game, uh, like Lacey included, she doesn't play this game, but she really, really enjoyed the show. Um, I think that's a massive plus, a massive plus in their pocket. Say, hey, we might have just got more gamers for our game. If not, at the very least, we got more fans. I think that's uh, that'll do it, though. I think we're. I think, just I think that's a good spot to wrap it up. Um, I just it was it was a, it was a really good ride. It was, it was such a good wrap up. Um, I just I can't yeah, wait, I, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. Thing. But really quick, I want to do just just to finish up to add a poll to this episode. I want to know of of our listeners, were you playing League prior to this, or did you watch the show and then play League? I want to know if anybody out there that's listening to this was playing League prior or started playing League after. I think I, I'd be very curious to see if anybody out there is. Um, 
you know what 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 they started why when and how or why they started playing this shit, uh, game. So, for those of you listening uh, or watching that do not play the game and and showed up for the show, hi, thanks guys, I appreciate you guys showing up. Uh, for those of you who do play the game and watch the show, hello again. For those of you who did not watch the show and play the game, I don't know why you stuck around this far, but damn it, I appreciate the hell out of you. I know. All right, guys, <laughs> that's going to do it up. I think next episode we might be talking about Rune King, uh, possibly. We could get into that. I got some more of that to play. Mm-hmm. Um, we also could get into our thoughts on, on the preseason on the first couple of weeks okay. uh, before the patch rundown comes out next week. Um, but guys, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, we'll have another episode coming out to you at some point this week to, to yeah. give you something to listen to during your, uh, hopefully you don't have insufferable families at Thanksgiving, but if you do, hopefully I have something new for you to listen to while you're there and not to listen to, uh, your families talk about things you don't want to talk about. All right, guys, you know the drill, follow us on Spotify, YouTube, ring everything, ring the bell, send us your thoughts and, uh, Hey, what's up? Leave comments. If you have anything you want to talk about message dm follow me on tiktok (laughs) all right guys we'll see you next episode (laughs) later guys